What is good? It is me, your friendly neighbor nerd, the Bobo, and welcome back to Bobo's Block. And this is an actually special episode of Bobo's Block. This is a live episode of Bobo's Block here from Central Florida Comic Con. I want to thank everybody who came out to support this show, and also everybody who's watching live on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching from. Thank you guys for supporting and having this moment with me, because like, this is the eight-year anniversary of Bobo's Block. I've been doing this for eight years. It's crazy. Um, I honestly wanted to do more live shows, a lot more live appearances, because I miss getting outside. Um, that's really it. I just want to be outside. <laughs> um, you guys know if you listen to the show before, if you watch the show before, I just talk about nerdy, geeky stuff, and we just like, said, like to have fun. So if you, it's your first time joining me, thank you for joining me to this block party I have every time I step behind the mic. And this is your 38th, 67th, whatever time. What up, Doug? It is good to see you again. And thank you guys for kicking it with me for the one time. I have my most reluctant assistant and little brother, Nigel, here with me today. If you guys, uh, he's all the way over there. You can't see him or whatever. But he, he's here, so I'm happy to have him. And yeah, like I said, we're going to go ahead and get into the show. So let's start off with the update. Of course, I'm at a con. Um, there, there's an amazing con going on, Central Florida Comic Con. Go ahead and check out the guest list and everything that's coming. Coming to the Central Florida Comic Con Florida Day, um, if you guys know, there's people like um, Skull from Power Rangers, there's um, Space Ghost here, there's like a lot of things. Like, you guys saw anybody that you like? Yeah, a few people. Okay, dope, dope, dope. So, yeah, I, I know for sure. I have a couple people on my list that I wanted to mark off. Um, I am definitely wanting to come back, but if you guys also know today that I'm also in my wrestling persona, I am Bobby Ledger today, and I will be at. EGCW in Sanford, Florida, literally like after I get off the off this mic. I'm gonna be heading down to Sanford, taking on the atomic formula, me and my um tag team partner Dashing Cam. So if you guys wanna check that out, definitely hit up EGCW. They'll be doing their wired TV tapings. There will be coming on YouTube very soon. I'll keep you guys posted and updated about that. Um so yeah, I think that's a little bit it for the updater. So let's um get into the frame of the pod of the week. Um this week uh, I kind of spazzed on it because, again, I'm at Central Florida Comic Con. I had a lot of stuff going on. But I want to give a shout-out to an old but true friend of the pod. They were a friend of the pod before. Space Castle. Space Castle is one of my greatest community friends here on um, Potter Nation and the Potter family. But, yeah, you guys definitely check them out. I'll leave their links in the description below again, okay? So, um, now that we've gotten the... Oh, I have, didn't even do the sponsor. Well, this one, of course, is sponsored by Central Florida Comic Con because they let me have this panel room and everything, but also via my Patreon. Patreon is where you can do the most good and best help for Bobo's block. It is basically my bread and butter, how I get paid, how I keep the lights on and keep going to these shows and stuff like this. The Central Florida Comic Con and, and other cons I'm going to be hitting this year. Um, you can hit patreon.com forward slash Bobo. That's patreon.com forward slash B-O-B-B-O. And that's where you'll find multiple tiers and like I say from a dollar all the way to three thousand dollars. And if you pay that $3,000 stupidly, please don't. Um, but if you pay the $3,000, you are a full investor of the block. And I will definitely take you out to dinner or something. I don't know. Call Joe Byron. Um, <laughs> so, of course, now I have, I feel like we have everything out of the way. Let's go around the net. Oh, I had like an actual echo in here. That's actually fine. <laughs> All right, so around the net is a little bit quick this week. So let's go ahead and talk about some things that have been going on. So firstly, um, we actually have some casting requests, a couple of things. Um, Anthony Mackie is actually wanting to step up and play Panthro in the slated or rumored um, Thundercats movie. 
you guys know me, I'm old as heck. So um, I was around when Thundercats actually came out. Um, <laughs> Thundercats is near and dear to my heart, and especially for people like um, like characters like Panther. Panther was like the coolest. He was like an engineer. He made all the weapons and all that crap like that. To see Anthony Mackie take on a character like that would be fun. It's something outside of the MCU, and I know he has his hands full with a lot of movies and stuff that he's been doing. So definitely, definitely would love to see something like that. Um, speaking of Marvel news and trailers, um, they actually teased that the new Moon Knight trailer is going to be coming out on Monday. You guys, are you guys going to watch Moon Knight? Yeah. Uh, so, what do you guys know about Moon Knight? If I want to ask, um, he's kind of like Batman in a way, but um, the Egyptian god. He was an archaeologist or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one thing I will definitely tell you about Moon Knight: Dracula owes him money, and he's going to get his goddamn money. If you guys ever read a Moon Knight comic or or something where Dracula shows up. It's going to be a Moon Knight reference because Dracula actually owes Moon Knight money. It's not like a joke. It's actually canon, and it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so I definitely am excited for Moon Knight. I want to see where they go with it. Moon Knight's going to be a fun like show because like it's something different. Like we di- we don't have Daredevil or anything anymore. Well, we have him now, but like we don't have a show or anything. So this will be kind of like the new Daredevil, and I want to see how they do his powers because technically he's just crazy. They, uh, they haven't really, like, because they haven't where, like, the suit does stuff, but, like, in the comic books, he's just crazy. Like, he, he yes, he talks to an Egyptian god, but, like, that no one else can see or hear him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting, because before the Egyptian god, it used to be, like, Wolverine, Captain America, Spider-Man, and, like, another hero would mentor him in his head. And, yeah, that, that none of those people knew him. None of those people knew. It was just the, his imaginary friends, and he was like, yeah, I'll listen to you, Spider-Man. Like, what? So, yeah, so uh, Moon Knight, his power is schizophrenia, but he can punch really hard, so that's what makes him really cool. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm excited for Moon Knight, indeed. Um, we also have some news as well um, coming up the pipeline that from the Arrowverse um, from CW. They're thinking about doing something called Justice U. Justice U is basically like uh, Teen Titans just but for the CW. It's going to have Diggle from Arrow. He's going to start mentoring the next generation of the of the CW Arrowverse heroes. So that's going to be interesting to see who they pick. Like we still have a lot of characters you can play around with within DC. Because like I said, you have people like Wonder Twins we haven't like messed with. We have a lot of other different like characters and and. and teams and stuff that you could do like you probably even pull out a red x if they get it done right so yeah excited to see what what comes out of justice you because diggle is one of my favorite characters even if he's like never used (laughs) um he's supposed to be the green lantern and we have him with a green lantern ring but they haven't really done anything with diggle yet so putting him in justice you would be be something really cool so yeah so Let's go ahead and move. Um, this one is a little bit interesting and weird. <laughs> um, Hankook tires. I do a lot of tech news and so as well. Hankook has, has made an airless tire. So basically like a solid tire that never goes flat. And it and it's interesting because we had a lot of um, tech stuff come out in CES. And CES was, like I said, I think I want to say last week. I, I'm really... It's really weird because, like, I would never be able to think about, like, an airless tire or anything that's like, oh, like, hey, let me just roll on down to the tire shop and spend, like, 1500 on this piece of rubber. Like, 
So yeah, so I, I definitely, I'm, I don't know, it's still a lot of stuff that I keep my own, like robots and stuff like that or whatever, so yeah. Um, let's go back into some movie or comic book news. Let's see if I got else to come up in here. Um, so yeah, so we have uh, a new, well, kind of like a, a, a rumored show that The, the Rock Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton, they're actually putting together a musical called Millennials. So I have no clue what this is going to be based on, but it's clearly they're going to be probably either making fun of the millennial, my generational group, or they're going to be doing something to try and at least let us know that, hey, we're starving and broke and you've fixed and you've broken the world, so now you're telling us to fix it. <laughs> But yeah, um, that's going to be something very interesting. Uh, I think it was the New York Post to put that out or so. But yeah, I'm definitely keeping my eye on that because I love musicals. Uh, and I love I love Lin-Manuel Miranda and I love The Rock because I'm a wrestling fan first and foremost. But I'm also, like I said, just a huge like theater geek. But um, <laughs> that would be something that I would really be into. Something that, that, that will keep my interest, hopefully. All right. So... Lastly, on the docket, we're going to go ahead and move into the Arrowverse one more time. But they actually have something interesting happening. Batwoman has been doing stuff with the DC's ethos of villains that's been very different and very like interesting to me. And with this new rogues gallery, because we've already changed out Kate Kane for Ryan Wilder, and Ryan is getting a getting a new a new nemesis, and it's actually a new iteration of the character itself. They're getting a Joker in Batwoman, but they're actually getting played by a black actor. This is the first time Joker has ever been portrayed in live action by a black person, and his name is Nick Cregan, and he speaks out about being the first black Joker, because when I saw, I saw the preview for the mid-season premiere, I want to say last week or so, it was interesting because I thought they were doing Royal Flush Gang because he was in a room with a whole bunch of cards and he was holding the king. I was like, okay, Royal Flush Gang. But no, he's the Joker. Like, they died to tear purple. He's going to be it's gonna be interesting. Um, I, I am one of the few people who still enjoy and watch <laughs> Batwoman. I know a lot of people have fallen off and did not watch Batwoman or a lot of the CW stuff anymore. But, like I said, I still love Batwoman because of what they're trying to do with the characters. And they brought, back Bat, and they brought out Batwing. Um, he said, it's funny because I used to always dress up on Halloween as Jared Leto's Joker back, and I dressed up on Jared Leto's Joker back around 2016, 2015, Cregan explained. And the thing that I really liked about his Joker is how different it was in every other rendition. So he's, he's really going to lean into like that old Suicide Squad Joker, which is probably not the best one, but... It's, it's the, the gangster, the, the, the guy with the tattoos and the chain. So hopefully hopefully they pull it off right because we've seen some bad iterations of a lot of the villains. If you guys remember um, the show Gotham, that was ugh, hard, hard to watch. <laughs> so yeah, so definitely something you guys would need to keep, it, keep your eye on as well. As, as well. So I'm going to go ahead and like I said here, we're about to go into the nerdgasm. So I'm going to explain what a nerdgasm is. And there guys was basically, um, I'm an old guy, so I ran a lot. And it's about all of the nerdy things that I love to rant about. And I just kind of like get into my, get on my soapbox and get on my back. So I'm talking today about Naomi, but also more so about myself and this show. The biggest theme that came out of the CW's Naomi 
um, that just premiered last week is Who Am I? And if you guys are here, you're probably wanting the same thing. Who's a, who are you? Who am I? I haven't had to really explain that for a while. I've been doing this for eight years. And I think it's a good time to kind of refresh on what it is. Because I always say, hey, it's your friendly neighborhood nerd. What does that even mean? Who is the friendly neighborhood nerd? So I honestly have been a nerd, a geek, like whatever you want to call me, dweeb, like weak, otaku, whatever, my whole life. I've loved anime. I've loved comic books. I've loved movies. I could sit and talk literally four hours about anything that is fandom-based, like a comic base, Doctor Who, Star Wars, Star Trek. I go on and on. That's why I started this show. I actually get the chance to sit and talk to people who like the same stuff as me. If you get to ever if you get to ever listen to the show after we do this live episode or whatever, I have hours upon hours on end of me just kinda like giving my opinion on things about how to how it is being a nerd in this space at my age and being like a black guy. I'm just like some random guy from Florida, but I am passionate about what I talk about. So when you ask who I am and I say I'm a friendly neighborhood nerd, I'm someone who's very approachable, relatable. If you need anything or want to know anything, definitely hit me up. Or if you need help with anything, I'm a big advocate for things like inclusivity. I'm a big advocate for things like um, representation. So like, yeah. Like, one of the guys here is dressed as Miles Morales, Morales Spider-Man. I definitely remember when Miles first came out. Like, it was something that blew my mind. Yeah, I wish I could get him on camera. But yeah, like, it was something that blew my mind. To see that, to see a character that in, was an exception of literally just a tweet. Donald Glover was like, oh, yeah, Donald for Spider-Man. That spit the internet into a craze. And through that, we got Miles. And now I get to see someone sitting here cosplaying Miles. This is why I love talking about things like in the nerd and geek sphere because, like I said, everyone needs a voice. Everyone needs someone to champion what they want, what they want to see. I always love doing that. And the one thing that I really love about the show Naomi is that she's the same way. She, in the show, has a website, blog, little podcast or so about superheroes, about things of that nature. In the, in the comic books, superheroes are real. But for some reason on the show, they're still kind of made up. It's, it's iffy. We don't know yet. Um, she is on, the, on a quest to discover who she really is. If you guys read the comics, spoiler alert, you know, who, for one, who haven't read the comics and who have, like, watched the show or whatever, Naomi's an alien. Like, she's legit just like Superman. An alien crashed on the Earth, but she was from a planet where her people were kind of like protectors. They went out to the galaxy, did all, like, the protecting and things like that. So she's finding herself in that nature. She's being, well, she's been adopted by a military family. And, and like, that also goes into that line of being a protector as well. So when it comes to, like, finding out who you are, who who you are to people. It's literally a, a full journey of discovery because we have a lot of things that kind of happen in our lives. So like, so you guys may not like to go through whatever so, but it all shapes who you are and where you're gonna end up. I put myself in a position where I could end up here today literally just talking 
Like I just wanted to come, sit down, talk, and have a show. And I definitely want to be able to, like say, have that at least a little bit of an impact. Even if you walk away here, like that guy was weird, but he talked about, he made me laugh a couple times. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's all I really wanted to, at the end of the day. Like I said, because a lot of people go into podcasting for different reasons. A lot of people go in and like, oh, I want to make money. I want to do this, that, and third. I love to, but like honestly, I love, I love podcasting because I enjoy just kind of having the platform to bring a voice to people who haven't been heard at all, or at least not not enough. <coughs> so yeah, so it's it's a lot of things that we have that I've discovered about myself through these eight years, because again, it's been eight years, and I used to look back and think like, oh, it's like, i only been podcast for a little bit, like, I'm almost at a decade, like, and that's crazy. Um, this much of my life has been spent of just talking on the mic, and I want to be able to give that chance for other people as well. So like, if you guys got a question or anything, and you just want to say something, it'll be on record or whatever. Um, so yeah, so the mic is open for you guys if you want to get up and ask a question or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to put him on the spot. <laughs> oh, wait, where is the mic actually? Okay, the mic's up right by the mic. Where? Oh, oh, walk forward. Warmer, warmer, warmer. Hot, hot. All right, there. Uh, what do you think about the new Miles Morales suit? So I actually love it. So me and my, um, me and my old producer, me and my old producer, we, like, we've been reading Miles for a while, but he's from New York, and he's from Queens. And when he saw, he was like, yo, my boy got a hoodie. I was like, yeah, he got a hoodie. Like, we like we bugged out about the new Miles Morales suit. Um, I don't think it's going to last long because Spider-Man suits change all the time. But, like, I like what they're doing. They're giving him his own lane. What I do more so enjoy is that I get that I want him to be Spider-Man, but they're giving him his own identity. I forget what they're calling him now or something like that. Um, but it's a different name than just, it's more than just Spider-Man. So yeah, so hopefully like you definitely like it as well too, man. Like I, I, I bangs with it hard, like legitimately. Right. I love it. Sick. <laughs> 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 I wish you guys could see like it's a group of friends and like, I love it. I love it. Um, Oh, yeah, I got oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we all got to ask a question. I don't know. Obviously. No, you don't have to. You don't have to ask. You can't, you can't if you want to. Whatever, but yeah, it's, it's dope. What's it like being a content creator in today's age? So being a content creator is a lot more difficult than people realize. Because, like I said, yeah, it's easy to just turn on your phone and, like I said, kind of do something or whatever. But we have this weird tick in our brains that, we're, that we want to entertain. Like, we, we want to make sure that like, it's perfect. So being a content creator, it's a lot of just like overcoming laziness. Because <laughs> like I said, you have the opportunity to be like a, a, a person in the spotlight. And like I said, no matter how big your following is or whatever, somebody's out there listening, somebody's out there watching. Because um, cause like I do my podcast here in America, but I have people who listen to me in India and Ethiopia. I have people listen to me in like Australia and Ireland. And it's weird. Because I'm just some random guy from Florida. Why are you listening to me? But I appreciate every single person that has listened to me in every single stream, um, chat, comment, whatever. Thank you guys for all of that stuff. And I think, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, uh, it's a astonishing thing because being a content creator, 
used to didn't be a job. It used to be something you had to explain to your parents. He's like, oh, so you just you're just doing that? Yeah, yeah, I'm just just doing this. Like, oh, you your little your little radio show thing? Like, no, like this is a lucrative, actual viable thing, and I appreciate that. Um, what movies or comics are you looking forward to most in the next year? Whew. All right, so the next few years of comics and movies. So comics, I want to see what new characters they come out with because. A lot of things that people always say is like, oh, there's nothing to read or it's all the same thing. Like, just go randomly go into your comic book shop and find some weird indie title from some like little publishing company and just enjoy yourself. Because like, there's so many stories being told right now. Um, I am, I've always been the person who's like, an at, like I said, like a, a, a person who loves to champion smaller. Um, artists and, and like smaller illustrators and stuff like that. Like I, I, um, I don't know if you guys know this character or creator. His name is Ant Piper. He did a, a comic called the Trill League, and it was like the kind of like the Black Justice League. And I was literally the first person to interview him on my show, and it was like something I really, really lo- like love to like look back on or whatever. But like stuff like that, I love. Um, I love a lot of like underdog comics. Comics that you don't really think are on the radar or so, but I do love a lot of the the characters that you don't get a lot of love from in like DC and Marvel. So um, I have in my bag actually right now I have the Mr. Miracle trade paperback. <laughs> um, if you guys ever get a chance to read this for Mr. Miracle from Tom King and Mitch Curtis it is one of the best like side stories because this is like Scott Free is like uh, literally like one of like the throwaway characters or so, but this gives him such life, and you'll be able to like say kind of d- like dive into dive into like Dark Side and Apocalypse and uh, and like New Genesis and all stuff like that. So yeah, but coming up, I want to see what they do more with the new Batman, um, Jace Jace Fox. He is the brother of Luke Fox, and he is the new future state Batman, or basically Batman gets arrested or almost killed again, and he finds the suit, and he's like, well, Gotham needs a Batman. So he does, so we gotta figure out how his journey goes. Um, From Marvel, I'm excited to see more, I I wanna say cosmic um, comic books, like stuff that are that's kind of a little bit out there because I've read so many X Men books I really have I want to go back into space I just want to go back into space and see what what's going on out there um, another DC one is I'm looking forward to is Far Sector they're continuing that that is another comic book that I'm looking forward to um, as in movies of course a lot of the MCU movies like Doctor Strange I want to see what they're doing with the next. Um, Avengers movie because I watched I finally got to sit sit down and watch the Eternals and I honestly feel like we're getting Galacticus very soon because what they did was stop uh, stop a celestial from being born so with that we need someone to go around and eat worlds now so they have like eternity is going to be like you know what and from there we'll get Silver Surfer we'll get all the other stuff or whatever people are saying we're getting mutants I don't think we're getting mutants just yet. I think we, well, technically, if we go by Venom, we already have a mutant, but that's a different universe anyway. Um, I'm just, 
I'm just ready for anything new. Like a lot of the stuff that people have like um, gotten into, like super crooks. I want more. I want more stories like that. I want more stories that like show different different publishers besides DC and Marvel. Because like I said, we got that when we got Invincible, and Invincible was amazing. So yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. I should be good. Hi. Yeah. So I was wondering, what do you think about maybe having like? Do you think we need to work our way up to getting a Batman Beyond like live action, or do we? Do you think we can so just jump straight to it? We have Michael Keaton back. We have right. Michael Keaton back. So again, like to be here, like you want to know, we work up to a Batman Beyond. If if anybody were to be Old Man Bruce, it's going to be him. And with him being old man Bruce, all we have to do is find the right person to play Terry. It's right. legitimately possible because the Batman animated series was based off of the old 1980s Batman universe. So hopefully we could get a Batman Beyond out of like the Flashpoint movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we have to see where what Flashpoint does because it's going to be very weird because we're getting like a different Supergirl. We're getting Flash. We're getting... Batman, we're getting like, well, two Batman, like it's totally different. So yeah, so I, I, if they were to keep going and he signs a contract to like say, yeah, I'm gonna stick on, yeah, I, I can totally think of getting a Batman Beyond movie. Oh, definitely. Ah, also another question. I was wondering yeah. what you thought about. Um, what do you think about the Young Justice series on HBO Max? I love Young Justice. It's gotten so good. It's gotten better since it's gotten taken off of like Cartoon Network. Right. Because they could get a little bit more darker. Because yeah. after, because Cartoon Network suffers from the syndrome of they only want thirteen-year-olds tops. Like if you're thirteen, that's their cutoff limit. After that, we're going to reboot the series. Best example of that is Ben Ten. I was going to say, yeah, because <laughs> like every time Ben Ten got to about like fifteen, sixteen, they were like, "Well, time to reboot this." So yeah, so um. I enjoy that they given the original team the reins to just go wild. They had the most creativity now that they've been on HBO Max because the story of it now, I have to finish the new season, but like the story where it is now, I would have never expected any of the, if it would have stayed on Cartoon Network, even going to Adult Swim, it would have never gotten that far. Yeah, they, uh, they took a really different take on um – on Beast Boy and like yes. in the new season, like he's like he's not just this like this like witty kid anymore. He's like he's really trying to like make a difference in the, like impact. Yeah, that's the that's the thing because like I noticed they made him a social media influencer. Yeah. Yeah, they made it, and, but now he's kind of like okay, I could do more. I could do way more. I'm, yeah, I'm all this power. Yeah, 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 I have all this power and this like following and influence. Like I could do more than just a little bit of jokes here and there. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that actually, I think we're going to wrap it up here, guys. I want to thank you guys for joining me here for this episode of Bobo's Block. Thank you guys. Another live, like I said, this is my first live episode back in, I'm sure, I want to say about four or five years. So thank you guys for being a part of this. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you guys for being a part of this as well. I have been your friendly neighborhood nerd, Bobo, and I am going to be signing out once again. See you guys next time. Peace.